1: Catch Big Red Wrap Up, game highlights and analysis on NET, Nebraska's PBS and NPR stations. Tuesday nights live at 7 on NET World and Facebook and at 10 on NET.
0: Shut up, shut up,
1: shut up. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin.
0: Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. And I must have been really excited because I just like literally like removed myself, like removed myself from the chair, like right <laughs> as I was introing this. I do not know what just happened. I almost
1: forgot to say my name. Like that's where I'm at.
0: It's fine. It's, it's a holiday week. Um, not that like any of this really matters anymore, but it is a holiday week. I mm-hmm. hope none of you are traveling and I hope none of you are planning giant family gatherings. If you are, you're dead to me.
1: Mm, yeah, I I don't understand why you would at this point, especially no. if you're in Nebraska. Really, no, if you're really anywhere. anywhere.
0: But, Actually, yeah. I, I do have, I, I will share this story in a second. Um, but yes, people in Nebraska need to be mindful. Mm. But mm-hmm. okay, I'll just share the story really quick. There was <laughs> a woman in South Carolina. I believe it was South Carolina. She's not an influencer, just a random person, but mm-hmm. a Vanity Fair writer discovered her Instagram account. And okay. I just have to tell you all, this is the this is the level of petty that I am living for. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care. This is the most amazing thing that I've ever witnessed. So she shares sixth annual Friendsgiving. We have added approximately 36 kids and she tags like 10 different people in this. And okay. you see the tablescapes and they're beautiful, but this is a lot of people very close together. Yes, on her back porch, but it's still very close. And clothes Mm -hmm. and like that's not what they mean when they say outside right so a follow-up at some point within a day after her posting that she she comes back and says to whoever to whoever called my child's daycare to report my friends giving do a favor do me a favor and unfollow me we could never be friends or we would never be friends it was outstanding. <laughs> um, whoever called her child's daycare first and foremost may have actually saved lives. Yeah, like this yeah. is the this is why when I say this is the level of petty I live for, it's petty in the sense that like good for you for doing it, um, but I also don't do not feel one bit bad for this woman. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, what come are you on, doing? What are you doing? Something tells me that this woman is, is that also going that- to have a big family gathering as well
1: is that what that tweet was about like the audacity to have a big big gathering right now is bad enough but to post pictures of it is an atrocity why are you i saw that and i didn't know what it was in reference to and now i know so my life is complete for like today.
0: <laughs> if you're going to be terrible, I have just a general suggestion, maybe don't post about it on the internet. <laughs> like if you're going to be terrible, like I guess at least thanks for letting people know that right. you're awful. But speak- on
1: on that note, yeah. by the way, this parlay is very well. I parlay, that's a good word. all of the things to make Thanksgiving cuz we are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've never cooked a turkey in my entire life. <gasps>
0: Oh, I should have sent you this video I found.
1: I found turkey bag yesterday because the internet... Have you started brining lot- it at all? We are doing that tonight. I actually asked this morning before I left because I was like, well, we found the turkey bags. So now what do we do? I was like, don't we have to brine it? And Brian was like, uh, don't we just squirt it while it's cooking? And I was like, you mean baste it? But yeah, I think you're right.
0: (laughs) I have a video for you and I'm going to just send it to you right now. I actually sent it to Brandon because the big debate that was going around, and I know you were a part of this, um, the big debate that's been going around on social media is to brine or not to brine. Yeah. I, I heard very, it's important. It is because technically. Thanks, Michael Severe. Yeah, technically, um, turkey tastes like nothing. So you mm-hmm. have to you have to brine it to have. Some it needs a flavor. flavor injection. Well, I'm obviously a big TikTok fan. As anyone who <laughs> uh, is a fan of the podcast is aware, um, I'm sending it to you. This is this is probably the best thing. Um, during an interview, Kamala Harris is getting ready. And so obviously they're putting the mic on, there's doing a sound check. And so she's like, well, while I'm sitting here, why don't I just tell you about my brining process for a turkey? And so she walks them through it. And this yeah. person on TikTok takes the audio and like actually does it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it looks it's sounds and looks fantastic. It seems Fabulous. like a lot of work. Yeah. Um but it looks like it would be very good. I mean, she she like basically tells you to like lather the thing in butter, which makes sense. Yes. Um I heard to shove butter under the skin. She talks about <laughs> that. So I sent you the video. <laughs> Perfect. Um you don't have to follow it exactly, but it is something where I'm like this looks very good. I had to film some stuff and I yesterday. Love her.
1: And so um Brian, I asked Brian, I was like, well, what do you want for seasonings? Because we're going to smoke it. Yep. Um, And I was like, but doesn't that take like eight hours? Like, I'm sorry, it's Thursday. I don't have to work Friday, so I'm probably going to drink while we're cooking. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so if it's going to take eight or nine hours, are we even going to be able to (laughs) enjoy it at that point, dependent on what we decide to drink? But um, so I got... uh, the seasonings, like I got mm-hmm. fresh seasonings, so rosemary, thyme, sage, because there is a packet of it. She
0: does talk about rosemary and thyme, so you're on the right path Sweet. with Kamala Harris's- I bought a
1: whole bunch of butter.
0: Yep, that's right up that.
1: And then I got uh the Dave's seasoning, Um, fra- what what is that place called? The rib place. Oh, da- famous Dave's? Yeah, famous Dave's chicken seasoning, and then we have- I was just
0: thinking of a guy named Dave, like Dave's <laughs> just like so Dave's much seasoning down. You know
1: Dave- <laughs> Dave's seasoning. Hey, Dave. What's Um, up, Dave? And then um, we love this, uh, the Montreal seasoning. We use it on steak all the time, but they have a chicken version, so I got that one, too. So I think we'll be okay. I think you will be. And then I got, you know... I have an awesome recipe for cheesy Brussels sprouts. I know mm. not a lot of people like I love them, Brussels sprouts. but they got bacon and heavy cream and cheese. You can't I, go wrong. They're I delicious. I love Brussels sprouts. I, I hate like, green bean
0: casserole. So that's oh, my see, alternative I love green bean casserole as well. In fact, and I'm not doing this, but the um, individual who was checking me out at Trader Joe's a couple of weeks ago, um, I, so I'm in a Facebook group and so this is going to shock some of you men who are listening to this. So around 2016, which you will not be able to guess why 2016 this happened, but a lot of women started creating Facebook groups to share opinions that they, they wanted to be able to talk about with other women Mm. without having to put them on their personal channels Uh because you get attacked.
1: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm Mm -hmm. in a couple of
0: different Facebook groups. There's one that I absolutely love. There's a, chip subgroup within this of just like a thread of like all of the different chips that people have tried. Yeah. And one that was recently heavily discussed was Trader Joe's like Thanksgiving version of like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it tastes like stuffing to be honest okay. with you. It says it tastes like a few different things, but it just tastes like stuffing. Yeah. And when I was checking out with this bag of chips, the, um, the man that was checking me out, he was like, you should really think about putting this on top of your green bean casserole. And I looked at him and was like, excuse me, sir. (laughs) How dare you give me such a good idea? So I'm not doing that because we already ate the chips, but um, (laughs) it was a great idea. So if you're somebody who's like, I want to spice up my green bean casserole or my stuffing or something, these chips are apparently the way to do it. There you go. I,
1: I don't like green bean casserole and I haven't tried it since I was six years old because one time, only one time I got sick Oh, yep, that will do. After it. I ate the green bean, it was the last thing I ate. Mm. Granted, I had the flu. Yeah,
0: that'll <laughs> do it. And that's why
1: I got sick, but I always attributed it to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, never again.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't like the
1: smell of it. That like happened to me, it.
0: actually, with, um, of all places, Roja in Omaha. I got sick one time, but I've eaten it since. Like, yeah. I'm fine. But it just, it does scar you for a while. It
1: really does. But I've, just, I've held on to it for 30 years. So, I mean, <sighs> I'm not going to change my ways now. I hate the smell of it even now. Oh, I can't. see, I
0: love it. But so. see, I'm like, my and my mom knows this about me. Like, I am not, so some people get, like, overly fancy with their stuff. Um, thanksgiving sides and that's fine you do you you live your life i'm not in any way criticizing it but some people like to make their own homemade stuffing where (laughs) they're putting cranberries and fancy things in it and they want to do the like they want to do the um green bean casserole with like anchovies and like all like just like things that don't need to be in stuff I like a good stovetop box stuffing. Just give me the yep. give me the sodium filled boxed stuffing. Give me the green bean casserole where you take the cans from the store, <laughs> you pour the Dump cream of <laughs> mushroom on top, and then you throw all those like high sodium uh, French onion things on top. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need. I really don't need, the only thing I will say is the pioneer woman makes a really good mashed potato. Yeah. And it's because she puts in like two, two things of like cream cheese and butter. I mean, it's basically like, yeah, it's very, there's a lot really healthy. It's very healthy. (laughs) That's like probably the only thing that I've like probably ventured away from. But in my lifetime, cranberry sauce from a can is the best. Yeah. Like I am just like, I am very, I I don't need. I'm not fancy.
1: Like, I got I got crescent rolls because they're delicious. I did get the stovetop stuffing because I'll probably be the only one who eats it.
0: I love stovetop stuffing. I'm
1: gonna. I, it's baking season, people, mm-hmm. and I love baking. And I forget every year how much I enjoy it. So I got mm-hmm. stuff to make a pie. And we have, oh, I've see, talked I about this pies. before, the pistachio pudding dessert. Ooh,
0: that's, I love pistachio.
1: I'll have to post a picture and then maybe share the recipe. It's not good for you, but it's so good. Nothing it's should delicious.
0: be. I will say, so speaking of another Facebook group I'm in, I'm, I'm in a couple of different groups because of Peloton. Mm. And... Um, I really appreciated. I'm in a meal preppers group for Peloton. And I really, really, really appreciated one of the admins on Sunday or Monday posted basically like how to count macros mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. And it literally was like for every item, it's like it doesn't matter. Yep. For this item, it's like enjoy your life. For this item, like you're yep. allowed to live for one day. This is not going to change it's everything. A day. It's, yeah. This, and I, I really appreciated that because you know, you, you do think sometimes, well, I've put in all of this work. It's not, you're not going to undo everything because you allow yourself to enjoy a day. And now if you allow that day to become like a habit and over time, a month, a year, right? That's not so good, (laughs) but I don't think many of you are, you know, making thanksgiving dinners every single day right, so enjoy exactly. your life we actually shameless plug on meathead test kitchen the other podcast
1: that i co-host we talk about that i haven't week. gotten a
0: chance to listen but i saw the headline and i was very intrigued
1: it's like legitimately it's a day yeah. like enjoy yourself maybe just don't have two pieces of pie have one and enjoy it just don't overdo it and you'll be fine yeah, tomorrow's a new day and you can just go back to what you were doing before
0: yeah i think sometimes like a big thing and we've talked about this on this podcast before is sometimes just showing grace, which oh yeah, I'm really excited to listen to that one because I saw I saw you post about it and I was like, ooh, I'm excited to listen to um, this particular topic because yeah. I think people do overthink it and it's okay if you overthink things. It's just we all have. Um, I just, I don't think, especially in this, in the year of hell, like you don't (laughs) need to um, do this to yourself. Like allow yourself some grace, allow yourself to enjoy a little time, allow yourself to enjoy it. Hopefully without a hundred other people around you, because, um, what was the number I saw with Nebraska specifically? It was like, if you are at a gathering of 15 people, you have like a 70% chance of getting COVID. And I'm going to just tell you right now, I I have been over the last two weeks with with being at Memorial Stadium and doing what I feel is like as much as I can, Mm -hmm. I am constantly hyper aware of like, am I am I still potentially putting myself at risk or other people at risk? And like I understand that a majority of people who contract COVID are going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You're you're probably some people don't even know that they had it. And I get that. But the the reality is is there are people who this is going to be so significant it mm-hmm. it's it's a death sentence and you could be the reason without and, knowing it without knowing and we all have to do our part and so like like i think about just little things like i it's just like take a step back and realize like wearing a mask is not hard and wearing Mm. a mask means not wearing it as a chin strap not wearing it under your nose it's wearing it fully like i mean i even got i even got checked at target now i was wearing my mask totally fine like i i'm big on like wearing my mask Mm -hmm. i don't have an issue with this yeah i was setting my stuff down on the conveyor belt And I had like a full, I should have gotten a cart or a basket. Like I was dumb. I did Mm -hmm. that thing where you're like, I'm not going to get that much. And then you end up like (laughs) holding everything in your arms. So I'm like, like kind of like dropping everything onto the belt, And I'm just like trying to like make sure it's like not completely all over the place. And like, I probably got within like four ish feet of the woman who was checking out Mm -hmm. and she got really uncomfortable and she she said something to me about it and I felt really bad because I was like I am not in any way trying to like in in make you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and like could she have said it nicer to me sure but like I I don't care at the same time. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. And I, that's all I did is I just said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I backed up because I was like, I'm not, I'm not here to like, I'm not doing this thing in a, in a store where like, I understand why you were uncomfortable. Right. So here's the thing. When you are out and about the very, the, like the thing that you can do is wear your mask, distance yourself from people, mm-hmm. understand that like your level of comfort may not be their level yep. of comfort. And that also means you should not be doing certain things like having a big family gathering because yes, well, you may be okay. Grandma might not be. Or if you just go look at any of the situations where weddings that have only like, I say only, but like they go, well, it only had 70 people, but then a group of people end up dying who weren't even at the wedding, but they were around people who went and then that ultimately kills them. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to tell people to care about other people. But I, I think about the fact that like my circle, although I feel it's small, it's a lot bigger than I realize. Mm-hmm. And the very, l- the very minimal Bare thing minimum, we can yeah. do for people is just like, don't be like, don't show up to a big family gathering and be like, COVID does not know that your family.
1: Yeah. No, it's a virus guys. Like, we've dealt with viruses our whole entire lives of being alive. Like, you should at this point know how a virus works. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being respectful and mindful of that mm-hmm. is literally the bare minimum of what you can do. I get that maybe you won't get sick, but like Aaron said, somebody else who knows somebody else that you could have come in contact to by doing things that you probably are ill advisable right now. mm mm-hmm. To me, is a, a certain level of disrespect for other human beings. Mm-hmm. Just do what you're, what what you have been advised to do for eight months now, I guys. Know. It's been since March. It's almost been a year. We're nearing nine months of this stuff. It's a baby at this point.
0: Yes, like come on, <laughs> it's a, come baby on, baby. <laughs> at this point, he's a baby. Oh, uh, that just made me think of baby. If you watch Shit's Creek, <laughs> yeah, gosh, <laughs> how she says it. Yeah. That's so great. Um, no, I just you know. I, I think about, okay, I, we, we are going to talk, and I think I do still really want to spend majority of the time talking about this. We want to talk about the things that we're thankful yes. for heading into this week. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, I just want to just say really quick before we go anywhere else, when we talk about just like being kind to others, being kind to yourself, that also includes like, just remember when you get mad, on a game day, that you're taking it out on people who don't. Uh, it's been, um, I just, this is what I told Sasha. I was like, I wanted to say one thing about Saturday because a lot of people were like, I don't want it to talk about. I don't want to talk about Saturday, and I get yeah. it. The only thing I want to say is, when we talked about getting weird, that is not what we meant. Not at all. That is not what we meant.
1: <laughs> I know that. I know that Nebraska, like the coaching staff, wasn't like. Mm, you know what? We should check Twitter this week and maybe listen to some podcasts. And we're like, oh, that we should get weird. They didn't do that, but like legit, I, I, I don't even have words. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, it was like the it was the first play of the game. And I was just like, goodness, goodness gracious. This yeah. is not what we meant, guys. <laughs> no.
0: And, you know, I I thought a little bit about this from this last weekend on Saturday. Um, I understand frustration. And there were a number of people who afterwards wanted to start talking about, like, and I am not free from criticism. None of us are. We are, we are all able to be criticized for our jobs. Right. Um, but I for people who were talking about like, well, you're not asking hard enough questions. You're not pushing for big enough answers. Like the thing that I ask people is just trust that like a number of us know how to do our jobs. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are not going to happen in that moment or in the way that you want them. The answer is not going to maybe come in that moment. You can read people, understand them. You can see if like, am I actually going to get the answer? Like, yeah. I mean, I think about Bo Pelini, you knew instantly if he was going to give you something or not. And so am I going to spend the time hammering him on something or am I going to wait and circle back on that later? Because that might be the way to do it.
1: Well, and in in that raw emotion after a game and especially a game like that, Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to get much because they're, honestly, I I guarantee you they weren't like, wow, you know what? That's how we planned it to go. So I feel really good about this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, I don't think that that I was the feel. I don't think the they feel. listened to this podcast and were like, <laughs> we decided to get so weird that that, that is That we would happen. baffle everyone. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh.
1: Like, I, I, there are so many things that we could talk about and touch on here, but I did want to mention, like, I know we talked about Spark and things like that.
0: Spark. Which some of you, by the way, I blush your hearts. (laughs) And I'm using the blush your heart a little bit in the Southern blush your hearts. um, Who came at us on Twitter and were like, okay, but let's talk about Spark. You guys are so funny because, you know, I'm going to give him a shout out. Damon Benning has the best explanation on on Spark. And he talked about it last week with like, people tend to go down this path of like, if we go with this new thing, and I'm not saying you don't use Luke McCaffrey for the record. It's just, he was explaining, you sometimes do this thing thinking it's going to create this spark but you're forgetting that like sparks are not permanent mm-hmm. you you want to use the word spark for like a wide receiver or running back who's going to yeah. do something quick for you in that moment that's going to kind of bring some life to it that's not maybe how you want to describe your quarterback right and I really appreciate Damon's explanation um Jacob Padilla actually transcribed it and now just shares it whenever anyone's like spark yeah um, so just fair warning if you say it to me on twitter I might just link that yeah. to you copy paste um copy paste <laughs> uh but it is a great explanation and I I, I appreciate damon's insight on it because he has played the game and he Mm -hmm. understands he's coached like he gets it um but i you know i just think spark spark is something that i'm not sure what you do with in that situation what
1: i think about with spark it's kind of like the word motivation motivation slash spark is fleeting discipline is not yeah. Discipline is what you do. I like. I this. do not. I'm think, feeling so
0: amped up. Keep going. <laughs> I do
1: not think that they have the discipline to continue mm. on with said spark. You have to have the discipline and the want to and practice well, and to carry that over to the field.
0: When you hear that on on Monday, where they're like, "Well, we didn't feel we were practicing hard enough," my right. my questions then, and I do feel uh, that's we, a I, coaching staff question. We asked a lot of that yesterday. Well, why? Why wasn't that happening? Right. And you know. Eh. Right. Yeah. Also, and you don't get the
1: answers that you're looking for because I don't think that they have them th- themselves. If they did, they would be solved. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Also, I just want to say for anyone who's listening to this podcast, um, I do want to just offer a little piece. If you were fired up about the mustache thing yesterday, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm going to just provide some context on this. Um, and you can actually go watch the video mm-hmm. of Cade Warner speaking on Hail Varsity's YouTube channel. Yes, if you, you really can. want to, um, It's a fleeting comment. Mm -hmm. Somebody in the process of asking their question said something about like, oh, your mustache is gone. And he said, yeah, it's kind of, he said something along the lines I'm paraphrasing about how it's ironic because he got rid of it because he kept it around for a couple of weeks because people were, you know, telling him how cool it was Yeah. and he got rid of it. But it's kind of funny because now everyone else is apparently growing mustaches for Iowa and he's like, I guess I shaved it too soon. That was the extent of the comment. Like there was nothing else. Like there was no additional time spent on that.
1: at straws, guys.
0: The rest of it was spent talking about yeah. what do you mean by the wide receivers were not running their routes? They weren't doing this. Like mm-hmm. that was the rest of his time. Yeah. He made a comment in passing, and you know what? I'm glad that like there's still a smile. I'm glad that there's still a little bit of that kind of yeah. attitude because you do need to have that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you football just lay down. should be fun.
1: Here's the other thing too, and I I'm going to shout out straight up breakdown with Jay Foreman and 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 Greg. They talked a lot about on the episode about coaching and system. Mm -hmm. And when you play a coach like Lovey Smith, who is experienced and has coached in the NFL, Mm -hmm. they're going to exploit the weak spots in your system. And if you can't not play in that system, that – can be the core of your problem
0: well and lovey lovey acknowledged very quickly you saw it he knew that nebraska's quarterbacks were going to be run heavy it didn't matter who was in there and he just exploited the heck out of it and so
1: and there are weak spots on that offense that we've been talking about and hammering for almost a year oh my gosh like when people are like how
0: does this happen i don't know you can go back and listen to one of the first episodes of this podcast (laughs) i'm pretty sure we talked about wide receivers so i'm just saying like this is not this is not new information. I know
1: it's deflating for the fan base and I did honestly it's feel the sorrow. Everyone. Oh my gosh, I know. When it was something that was like should have been kind of a bright spot. Um and I get it. I felt a little bit of like not just sadness, like legit sorrow, because mm-hmm. there's always hope. There always is in this fan base and there that is one thing that you can't take away. No. Which is awesome. But <laughs> I think that it is a little devastating devastating being the correct word, I believe to experience that when you had more hope than that this season, they might only win that one game guys. Mm-hmm. Like so, Iowa, I know on paper people are posting the stats and stuff, but I was like, do I always had your number anyway. I'm, I'm Kirk actually Ferenc has had your number. I'm
0: actually terrified of Kirk Ferrance. I'm going to be at Minnesota. Game. I'm actually going to be in at Iowa. Yeah. So we've split up like how each of us are traveling and I am going to Iowa. Um, I am, like, slightly terrified of this matchup for a number of reasons. Mm. But, you know, the one nice thing that you can do for yourself, if you're like, what, how do I get through this, is remember there's a lot to be. There could be no
1: football. There could
0: be no football. (laughs) But to be thankful for what you have. like, And just, like, appreciate the fact that, like, at least we have – Something. This is like the worst transition, but I really wanted to get into like what we're thankful for. Yes. So like, how I about, think it's like, a great like, don't think about football anymore or yeah. think about football if you want to. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of the Kansas city chiefs, think about football because right. we're kicking butt. <laughs> um, also Patrick Mahomes is a freak. Um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say on that.
1: <laughs> that footwork,
0: man. That footwork. I goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, appreciate what we have with football I understand and I'll I'll be honest with you we we are trying to grapple with this just as much as you are because Mm -hmm. I understand when fans uh do the thing where they're like well why aren't you asking tougher questions why aren't you doing this stuff and it's like you know I just we're not at least I can't speak for everyone I shouldn't say I can't speak for how everyone is doing stuff um but I know with Hale Varsity like we're always discussing like What do things mean? How do we fairly cover this? And like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've already started talking about our next issue of the magazine and how do we fairly like sum this all up? So sometimes, you know, when we're really hyper focused in this moment, we see just this little piece and we don't see the big picture. And like, that's what we're all trying to hopefully Mm -hmm. provide is the bigger picture. But the thing is, is that picture changes over time. So try, try not to stress yourself out on Friday and enjoy whatever it is. Right. Unless it's a, comp- <sighs> just remember if, if you're upset, I'm physically there. <laughs> and I have be, to ask, que- and
1: she has to ask questions afterwards. Be thankful
0: that you're not <laughs> physically
1: in the building. You don't, you can feel the stress through the screen at home, but the stress actually there is a lot different. Yes. So just be thankful. You don't have to experience that.
0: Yeah. And I've sat so through
1: some. Eat your uncomfortable- leftover turkey sandwich. Hopefully someone doesn't eat it and you have to pull a Ross.
0: We're I will friends. say, so I'll start. One thing I've been really thankful for, and I was just about to say, I wonder what I'll get for a meal on Friday. <laughs> yeah. um, I've been really thankful for how, and I, I've, I've expressed this to Nebraska staff. I've been really thankful for how Nebraska sports information directors and for um, just the the staff at Memorial Stadium yeah. for how they've handled things. I have felt, um, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, I, I've, I've felt, a nine safe, yeah. like there's always room that like, there's just nothing you can do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I feel like they've worked really hard to make things as safe and as possible for all of us. And, you know, I'm, I'm eager to see what I was like, but I've heard similar yeah. things with everywhere else that people have been. Um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for people who are doing a really good job and, you yeah. know, trying to, to make this a safe situation for all of us, it makes yeah absolutely it makes my life easier. Yeah, and hopefully makes you know their lives easier that we're all trying to stay safe too. But yeah, exactly. I am thankful for them. Um, seriously though, if you're somebody who's like, if you appreciate everything that is happening really take a step back and appreciate the sports information directors Mm -hmm. behind all of these programs. I'm not just talking at Nebraska. I'm talking everywhere Everywhere. in the NFL, in the NBA, in doesn't matter. Sports information directors are literally making this happen. They are some, some of these people are having to figure out how to do zoom recordings and calls and things that they've never done before. It, this is all new to everyone and people are handling it with a ton of grace. And if it weren't for them, none of this would be possible. Exactly. If you're like, Hey, I appreciate getting coverage. Thank you to those SIDs who are very much making yeah. this happen. Absolutely. So.
1: Um, well, I'm thankful. For, I'm thankful for a lot. Like, is it a me? lot. Is it, it is. Me? I was going to say you in this podcast because, like, having a space to talk about, yell about, cry about, whatever. <laughs> whatever the hell is going on, <laughs> whether football related or sports related or not, has been a really awesome outlet in a year that's been so unprecedented and unpredictable. Um I really am. I'm I'm thankful for her at Media in Mm -hmm. general. Um, like if you guys are only listening to our podcast, I strongly suggest that you go and check out all of the wonderful podcasts on the Hail Varsity Podcast Network. There's a ton. There's Mm -hmm. like ten to choose from, guys. Just on Hail Varsity's network side of it. But then there's so
0: many options. If
1: there's we have branches like Fit fitness and we have sports and we have enter- strictly entertainment on the herd App media network. And I'm really thankful that that, that was a really big bright spot in my year because then it led us to this and, and so many other things. I'm thankful for the listeners yes, who continue to write in and leave us reviews and tweet at us and whether they will, bo- Uh, agree with us or not
0: i haven't checked our ratings at a while maybe should i rip this band-aid off right now while we're doing this
1: oh god the feedback has been positive um we got a really i still think about it frequently uh email that we got a couple weeks ago just about impact that we're having which i don't think that we think about sometimes just by having open conversations just with you and i Mm -hmm. we don't typically have notes when we walk in here we just kind of go with it And so I really appreciate you guys listening and sticking with us and sticking through it. Sometimes when we don't make any sense and can't form correct transitions are not like strong. (laughs)
0: Like I'm still working on the transitions. How people in radio do transitions, I will never understand. (laughs) <laughs> like freaking chris schmidt is always so good at just being like now i'm joined by sasha she's here on twitter and anyway back to this and i'm like how do you, how do, you do, do that this? without getting distracted good. speak whoa he just texted me oh i just made that wow look. wow what mm-hmm. up universe what are you doing <laughs> no i'm really thankful for um i'm really thankful for everyone who listens as well um you have emailed us, which if you're somebody who wants to send us a note and tell us what you're thankful for, just tell us anything yeah. um, you can at mind your own podcast at hail Please reach out, mind your own podcast at hail varsity.com. Yeah. Um, because it's been fun to hear from you. I appreciate, I I was, I was, I'm giving you some of you a hard time, but we do appreciate when we hear from you on Twitter. And like, yeah. I, I'm giving you a hard time on the spark comment, but like, I do want <laughs> you to understand. I do see these and like, understand and like appreciate the fact that you are listening and responding. So even though I'm giving you a hard time because I don't always agree with everything, that's okay. Like we, we don't have to, I actually had a really good conversation with one of you on Twitter about the quarterback situation Yeah, and we kind of got to the end of it. And the thing is, is like, I would say by the time that conversation ended, I don't think he or I were still seeing completely eye to eye like yeah. i think we agreed on some stuff
1: there is mutual respect there though that's those are the conversations we're talking about yeah i yeah. just was like
0: yeah i'm seeing this a little bit differently but that's really not that big of a deal like you're not calling me you know names, names and telling <laughs> yeah. me to go to hell like yeah. i appreciate that thank you so much um no i think you know we have and we've talked about this somehow we've gotten very lucky and cultivated a group mm-hmm. of listeners and I hope that this community keeps growing and I hope you share this with somebody and encourage them yeah. to listen to it because it has been a bright spot this yeah. year.
1: It's been something to look forward to every spot. week. You are the bright
0: spot in You're my life
1: every week. Like <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, sweet.
0: always Tuesday. Let's I always go. leave, by the way. I need you to know this. I always leave and like overthink. I'm like, was, cause I'm always like frantically leaving here. Yeah. Because <laughs> so people understand, like, after we're done recording, I basically have to, like, Nebraska's like been pushing their times up for yeah. availability. So I'm basically like, all right, see you later. And I always leave and I'm like, does Sasha think I'm just like, see ya? I'm <laughs> like, peace out. Oh, no. Out.
1: And you know, like, we're so bit, like, I mean, guess transparency. I'm pulling back the curtain here. I'm Mm-mm. the main producer for everyone who comes in to record a podcast. So you are very some t- busy. some days are super busy, and you know, like after today, I've got something right after. So it's not. I don't ever think that <laughs> we're <Yeah>. all busy.
0: <laughs> we're just you know, we're just all doing our best. Yeah, Seriously. I will. S- I will say I'm thankful for. Um, I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for the people in my life that are doing everything that they can Mm -hmm. um I I mean I can't say that everyone I know is doing that but like I feel like at least you know the people like Kyle my fiance he -hmm. has been incredibly um like we've not had any like disagreement on how we are approaching this and like I know that hasn't been quite the case for everyone so like I'm very thankful that he and I have been very much on the same page um because to be honest when we went to starting to work from home. I am somebody who thrives on having time alone. Yeah. Because I'm I'm an introvert. Yeah. At, at my core. People don't believe me because they're like, oh, you do so well on TV and you talk to people and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but like I have to mo- like pump myself up for that. Yeah. Like, I need yeah. my time alone. Like if, yeah. if I've had a big day of talking to people, I feel it at 5 p.m. Like mm-hmm. I feel it at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. So when he transitioned to move, to working from home and I typically work from home, I was a little bit like, all right, are we going to be able to like <laughs> survive <laughs> this? Gonna like, survived. are we going to be able to see eye to eye on yeah. things or are, are we going to feel the same about how we're approaching like our, uh, you know, how, who we're around yeah. and what we're doing and like, I would say out of a, outside of a few things where we've had to work around them, like we've overall been very like yeah. much on the same page. So I'm very thankful for that because I know I have I have friends who have said like, we are definitely not on the same page with yeah. other things. And I know it's hard for people with kids because kids then complicate that more because you have yep. daycares and you have schools and like schools are doing their best. And yep. I have a friend who he and his wife, they see eye to eye on how they should be handling this, but she's a teacher. She can't yeah. not go to school. So like, you know, It's
1: difficult. I am thankful for that also. Um, Like, I know that I give him a hard time sometimes for basically everything, but I'm really thankful that Brian and I do see eye to eye on this. Um, We don't, you know, he's never questioned when, you know, there was a family gathering a couple months back and I was like, honestly, I just don't feel comfortable. Your family's huge and Mm -hmm. I just don't think that either one of us can chance it. Like, we did the same thing. And it wasn't a, it He's a big family dude. He has a gigantic family on both sides of his family. And he didn't, he was like, okay, totally agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. And so I am thankful for that. I'm thankful that, um, you know, we've been together for a really long time and that we're both still alive. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone is in you're in the process of like moving and haven't like killed each other over that too. So I'll create that thankfulness for you.
1: We haven't um, built anything together in a while. So I think we'll just save that till after the beginning of the year. Hopefully
0: (laughs) I, you know, I, I, Kyle and I start on a lot of projects and we're really bad at finishing a lot of projects. So um, that is one thing I'm not thankful for. I (laughs) wish that we could figure out um, how to actually finish the projects that we start, but you know, it's okay. It's not a huge deal.
1: (laughs) It's all right. Um, 2020 is whatever. It's almost over. (laughs) It's what it is.
0: I will say I am thankful for, I had this realization last night and it's not because like, I don't think about this in this context often. Mm -hmm. I just said it out loud and was like, kind of like, you know, really appreciating this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I am really thankful that I have my mom around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful that she's also taking this very seriously. And the reason I was thinking about this last night is my mom is just over five years, um, in remission from ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I'm going to share this is because if any of you are ever like questioning, like, should I go get something checked out? Something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel normal. Yep be an advocate for yourself. Go tell people, go to your doctor and say, this doesn't feel right. I'm not feeling okay. Something is wrong. Yes. Because if she hadn't have done that, so what was happening is about five years ago, a little over five years ago, she was starting to feel like she was, you know, my mom's pretty active. She swims. She does a lot of different stuff, but she wasn't losing weight and she was constantly feeling like she was really bloated. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is just really strange because I feel like everything I'm doing should not be leading to this result. Like, right. I don't need to be losing a ton of weight, but like, I just feel like I'm constantly bloated. So she went to her doctor and they discovered a basketball size mass oh my in gosh. her stomach. Yep. Yep. Um, the crazy thing is, is that mass was actually mostly benign, but yeah. in the process of it, they did um, a biopsy. So she ended up having a full hysterectomy and everything, but when they biopsied, they discovered ovarian cancer in the very first stage of it. Yeah. Stage She technically should have been stage 1A, but they did 1B because they wanted to still be able to do chemo just mm-hmm. to be sure that everything was gone. No one finds ovarian cancer at stage 1, just yeah. to be clear. like. Ovarian cancer is something that people typically discover at stage three and four because it has gone to other parts of your body. It's found in a different lymph node. The fact that like my mom goes to, not like this year, but in years past, has gone to a walk where there are survivors of ovarian cancer. Mm -hmm. And when she signs her name in, she's the only one on that list that's stage one. And people always look at that kind of like shocked. Yeah, She like, had she not advocated for herself and been like, something's not right. Yep. They would have never, they would have probably not discovered. Her doctor has said that so many times. They probably would not have discovered it until it was far too late. Yeah. So I'm very thankful that my mom is here today. And I'm very thankful that she, she was keenly aware of herself. And so she has actually taught me and may that be a parting piece of wisdom to all of you as well, not parting that this is ending. I'm just saying a piece from this story that if something doesn't feel right, don't, don't put it out of your head. Go yeah. have somebody look at it. Have somebody don't tell you. Don't just ignore it.
1: You need mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. I, I had a scare, a breast cancer scare. This was probably five years ago, but it runs in my family. Mm. And so I immediately was like freaked out because the tumor was huge and you could feel it.
0: Ugh, that's it, just like It's the size of a
1: quarter. It was benign, but now I constantly, you don't think, We're both fairly young. Right. Uh, I should say I'm fairly young. You are young.
0: (laughs) No, I am not that much younger than you for the record. (laughs)
1: But I don't think as women, like not to like exclude the guys here because guys, you guys, guys, I am speaking to you actually specifically right now. You guys are not the greatest at taking your health seriously. If something doesn't feel right, please go Mm -hmm. and just get a physical at least or have anything checked out because ignoring that stuff I, I just I I wish that guys were better about that because it doesn't make you weak by admitting that something's up with yourself.
0: Men are particularly bad about going and getting go
1: get stuff checked out. I please. am like
0: I am the person where like my doctor I have a primary care doctor and I want to be I want to say something really quick I want to mention that I understand I'm coming from a place of privilege. A lot of people in this world do not have the health care and that's that is a shame and I hope that we can continue to work toward changing that. Yes. Healthcare is not is not something that should be for few it should be for all like we should all have the access to the care that we need like yes. i'm a big big advocate of this because you should not for the record you should not like there's speaking of tiktok there's a trend <laughs> that's going around right now where people are like how old were you, how old were your children when you paid off your hospital bills from having them and it is Horrifying to see what people say, where they're like, So, this one woman she shared, and I was like almost on the point of tears because she was talking about how she had triplets, and all three of them were born prematurely, had to be in the NICU between 70 and 80 some days. And in this time frame, she lost her husband on top of this. So, she's like going through the unimaginable. Her three kids are in the NICU fighting for their lives. She loses her husband. She gets out and she gets the bill, and it's $1.3 million. Per child, and that doesn't even include her own. So she goes through the entire process of like insurance and everything, and when she's done with it, her insurance paid for everything but $70,000. And you go, well, yeah, $70,000 in comparison of, you know, yeah. millions and yeah. millions is not bad. But she's like, I didn't have $70,000. So now here I am, a single parent with three kids, trying to feed my kids and trying to, like, figure this out. And I have a $70,000 bill on my tab that I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to do. And I was sitting there just, like, horrified Yeah, going through these. That th-
1: shouldn't be. That's the norm. It's That is the norm. Yeah. Like, not that specific situation, but those high of – medical bills is the
0: norm. And so I understand when I tell you go get things checked out like it it can sometimes your deductibles yeah. don't allow for it and things and so like all I would say is if you're able to find those loophole like not I shouldn't say that sounds really terrible that I just said a loophole but if you can find the way to go get yeah. looked at please do. In fact, like, it's just funny that I said the word loophole. And I thought of a somebody I know on Facebook, who's like, if you can't get a COVID test, just tell them you've been exposed to someone and they'll do it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, it shouldn't shouldn't have have to to be be like that. that." Um, I just you know, I, am a big, like, I'm very, very fortunate. My health and I'm very thankful for my health insurance. I'm thankful. I have a um, primary care physician who has seen me like my whole life. Mm -hmm. I love him to death. Like he is like such a good doctor. Um, I showed up in January and was like, all right, got a laundry list of some stuff for you. So he goes, here's the deal. I was like, got a little weird lump on my back. Um, what do you think about that? Pretty sure I have the flu for the record. I had influenza type A. I did not have um COVID. So I wasn't like patient zero in Nebraska. I have, I have the paperwork. (laughs) I had the flu. Um and then I was like, and honestly, I'm just not feeling good right now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm feeling kind of like I I don't know what the word is. Like I don't know if I would say depressed. I don't know if I would say anxious, but something's not right. Like I'm I'm I don't have the motivation. Like I wake up in the morning and it is like pulling teeth to get motivated in my day and he took every single thing I said seriously and he's like he's like all right let's address this first and let's move here and then he gets to the the last piece and he's like all right well let's start here he was like we could recommend you know mental health professionals for you to work with he was like in the meantime like what vitamins are you taking like he was really serious about like sitting with me and I was like this is how it should be like for everyone you you should be able to show up and just say like hey, got a really weird lump on my back. Like, what do you think about it? Without feeling like this is going to be, I almost feel like sometimes we feel like we're going to burden people with these questions. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, they're going to look at and be like, oh, you're so dumb.
1: But you don't know. And that's, that's the point of going is that you don't know because no. you are not a doctor.
0: Right. Thank not- God for doctors. <laughs>
1: you probably aren't a doctor is what I should say.
0: Some of you might be doctors. <laughs> and, and if, if you- that is, or nurses, and if that's yeah. the case, thank, thank you so you. much. Yes. We are treating you terribly
1: yeah that's I, the respect part guys that's what we mean it's not just you it's not just some random family member of someone else's family it's the frontline workers that are we got to take care of our, each other and ourselves please, so please that is the challenge this week
0: there's a show that i really like it's it's yeah jump the shark a little bit um and a friend of mine who is a doctor is like yeah it's not all accurate but like same thing like mm-hmm. all of those shows like Grey's anatomy and stuff they're yeah. not all fully accurate they're like the based on true events times like yeah 10. Um, but it's the good doctor. Mm-hmm. They spent the first two episodes of this of this season focused entirely on COVID. And y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, I bawled. I bawled for these episodes because the entire point, and I'm glad that they did these episodes, but the whole point was to show people what it's like for healthcare professionals yeah. right now and how they're like. They showed this one doctor, and I, this is true. He literally gets home and can't come into his home. So his family has set up basically a living situation in their garage. So he can come home and like he gets there. His food is sitting there. And he like, I'm going to start crying right now. This is an actor. And I felt so bad because I'm like, I know friends like this. Please start treating each other nicely. Oh my God. Sorry. Oh my God. The stress that this is putting on
1: our healthcare (laughs) system. And each other Ooh. by not doing the simple, advisable <sighs> things that you should be doing. I I do not envy anyone who works on the front line.
0: Oh, and people who shouldn't be on the front line are now on the front line. Like yeah. teachers are on the front line. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Like this shouldn't be this way. Nope. So we're talking about all of these things that we're thankful for and like, I'm going to continue to be thankful. I'm so like, I'll be honest. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for, you know, Kyle and my mom and our family that like we have, I feel like I've been very blessed. I'm thankful for my job. Yes. Like I think I would be lying to you if I I haven't woken up multiple times in the last eight months and wondered if, if this is the day that this, this industry falls apart because like journalism is already so like, on a line that like I'm so afraid all the time that like this is the day that like the whole thing completely just shuts down. Yeah. Like I'm so thankful for so many things, but I just feel like sometimes almost like guilty because I'm I'm so thankful that like I can stay home. Yeah. And I can do most of my job at home and I can I can have sort of this freedom to be like that. And I just if you are somebody who's getting stressed out by the potential of new lockdowns, I need you to understand the reason that is, is because you have not been somebody who's taken it seriously. Yep. Because if you're stressed out by it, when they were like, oh, we might go in further lockdowns, I'm like, cool, what changes?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not
1: going anywhere. You're
0: like the only person I see in a week. <laughs> yeah.
1: I come to work because that's my job. I mean, I need to be able to record clients. I'm wearing a mask the entire time I'm in here if I'm not talking on the microphone. Mm -hmm. I, You know, everything is sprayed down in between clients and wiped down. Uh, The only reason I come in is because that is the nature of my job. I have to be here. If I wasn't, then I wouldn't be at home or I would be at home. You
0: all do a very good job because I always feel very safe here. And the thing that I will say I really appreciate is like if anybody didn't feel well or knew, like no like zoom is an option like we've we've literally already dealt with that where like people are like i can't come in because i'm not feeling well and it's like perfect like let's not here
1: is an alternative right yeah
0: so i I just
1: i haven't like i know that it sucks i haven't gone anywhere or done i have not gone to a movie i haven't gone out to eat i haven't done anything that i didn't have to do to leave Mm -hmm. my house in eight months guys
0: like i said it sucks
1: i'm not a fan of it we cleaned our basement so we can literally go
0: downstairs and then go upstairs and it's like where do you want to hang out tonight i'm not having a joyous
1: time being stuck in my house with my terrorist dog who eats (laughs) remotes amazing though he's cute but dang if he ain't a jerk like i get it guys i understand not wanting to be home he does need a TikTok. that's a great idea I just, I understand the frustration and the not wanting to. I get it. And I get wanting, like, feeling, honestly, full transparency again. There have been nights, we have a pod of people that we trust to come over because we know where they're going and we know that they are wearing masks and we know that they aren't doing things and being in big crowds and things like that. On those nights, it's usually a Friday, it's two people. They're there for maybe 60 minutes, they put... My husband and his two buddies play video games on Friday nights. I sometimes am lonely and bored on Friday nights. I would love to have a friend come over and do or go somewhere. But I know that that's not advisable and it's not the healthy thing to do. So I stay home and sometimes I just deal with being lonely and bored. Hell, you know what? Sometimes I go to bed at 8 o'clock on a Friday. But I'm doing what I have to do because that's what I need to be doing. Yep, I'm not saying that it's fun But it's going to continue to be unfun for even longer. We're not... If things continue on the way that they are, and people aren't taking care of each other... I'm not going to be able to
0: have my wedding for a second time. So if you could all just get your shit together selfishly. And there won't be Christmas, guys.
1: Like... There's not going to be New Year's. We're going to be in this thing for literally 12 months. Come on.
0: And I understand this is like, this is the, this is what we all worried about. Yeah. When we talked about this in like May, like yep. April and May, like everyone worried about what would happen at the holidays because the holidays are the hardest time mm-hmm. of the year for so many mm-hmm. reasons. Cause this is the time that you want to be with your family. You want to be around yep. people. And I get that. But like, this is the one time in your life where like you're being asked to do something so that those family members can be there next year. Yep. Like, I understand the, I'm not going to waste my life living in fear because I want to be able to see the people I love. I get that. But like, the idea is these people will still be there for us when we Mm -hmm. need them. I want to have, I want to have Thanksgivings for years to come with our family. I don't, I I can be okay this one time without the, you know, the annual, like, The things that, like, I typically look forward to around Thanksgiving, like, are pretty much non-existent this year, and that really stinks, but I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to what that looks like in the future, and I hope next year, it's a completely different story. I hope that we get to go back to some semblance of normal, and, you know, that, that I, am looking forward to that day because I feel like that will be so much, like when we talk about what we're thankful for, I feel like if I'm able to look around at the people I love and be like, you're still here, yep. I will be so thankful for that because yep. we will have gotten to a point where it's like, we have done the thing for each other and I'm so thankful to finally be here yes. and like that sucked for a while, but Hey, Y'all, oh, we're gonna have one hell of a story to tell. Oh my gosh,
1: yeah, this will be in history books that are taught to your grandchildren, people. Right? Like, like I think about that all the time when we
0: talk about like <laughs> we this are
1: living history right now. You're,
0: yeah, we people, always are. Generations but right from now are gonna be like, what do you think life was like in 2020? Yeah. And here's the thing: we now BS have Twitter to tell them <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, thank God Twitter exists because can you imagine if it did in 1918? We oh. now have a physical record. Right?
1: Of it. No kidding.
0: This will be this will be very fun. I
1: hope that Someday. you guys <laughs> enjoy your socially distanced yes, stay please, at home please, Thanksgiving. Please, please. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about how well this turkey cooking went. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll post pictures on Twitter. I did I send guess. you the video
0: of Kamala. Just enjoy it. it at yeah. least. Yeah. Like, you don't have to follow it exactly, but she i'll
1: she, take some tr- uh, tricks from it she for sure. she's
0: so she's a really good cook her yeah. i this is the last thing i'll leave you with her niece mm-hmm. i believe it's her niece has a tiktok it's fantastic like they share like them cooking <sighs> together i guess i'm getting tiktok oh my gosh well right. you should like it's just, just for mario this is, the, mm-hmm. Lemieux, not this this is the time yeah this is the time
1: all right i guess we'll we'll have an update on that too next week
0: and probably the Taylor Swift documentary, which drops tonight. Yay!
1: And probably we won't talk about the Iowa game because why? What's
0: the point? <laughs> I like almost forgot about the game. I better show up. I better show up in Iowa You're City welcome. What's just, just ended on that? I guess somebody check that I'm there on Friday. Just shoot me a note. Make sure I'm physically in the building. <laughs> yes,
1: seriously, guys. Though, please be safe. Please take care of each other and yourselves. And have an, a happy Thanksgiving, as happy as it can be in 2020.
0: We're thankful for you.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. You love Husker sports. We love Husker sports. So that means you need to catch Big Red Wrap Up. Game highlights, analysis, all of it on NET, Nebraska's PBS and NPR stations. It's every Tuesday night live at 7 on NET World and Facebook. And then again at 10 on on NET. That's central standard time though, for those of you who do not live in Nebraska. Again, you love the Huskers. We love the Huskers. Don't miss Big Red Wrap Up.